Today, we've got the latest and greatest from Curiosity.com, along with a couple special guests to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about the darkest town in America, how redheads experience pain differently, and how you can get smarter about your money with the Fantasy Stock League in an interview with a special guest brought to you by today's sponsor, Quicken Loans. For some help talking about redheads, we sat down with Natalia Reagan. She's an anthropologist, TV host, and comedy writer and correspondent on Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk on Nat Geo, among many other titles and accolades. Stay tuned, and Natalia will help us answer a listener question about redheads and painkillers. Let's satisfy some curiosity. In 2012, NASA launched a satellite that collected data on light pollution all over the world, and it found the largest dark patch in the United States. It's the best place in the country to catch a view of the Milky Way. The largest dark patch in the U.S. is in northwestern Nevada, and right in the middle of it is a place that's been called the darkest town in America, Gerlach, Nevada, population 206. It's a former railroad town, and the nearest moderately sized city is Redding, California, which is five hours away. It's a great spot for stargazing since traffic rarely passes through, except for one little thing every summer called Burning Man. Almost 70,000 people have attended the festival every year for the last few years. And it kind of makes sense that the festival's organizers chose this part of Nevada for the festival, since the incredibly dark skies make it the perfect backdrop for the ceremonial burning that takes place every year. Just remember that even when Burning Man isn't in town, the Milky Way offers a nightly light show all summer long. If you're curious about other great places to stargaze, then you should look into the International Dark Sky Association. They use satellites to measure the world's other light sources, and that's pretty important to a stargazer, since any light coming from the surrounding area gets in the way of seeing the stars. You can see a map of light pollution in the U.S. in our full write-up on Curiosity.com and on the Curiosity app for Android and iOS. We got an email with a question from Nolan who asked, I've heard that redheads take more painkiller than other people to deaden pain. Is this true? Do painkillers have various effects on different people? Honestly, I didn't think this was a thing, but last week, Ashley and I had this super cool opportunity to sit down with Natalia Reagan, a writer and correspondent on Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk on Nat Geo and a Star Talk All-Star podcast host. We passed along the question, and wouldn't you know it, there's something to it. Here's what Natalia had to say. What I discovered was that basically they have red, redheads supposedly produce more endorphins, and it's not they experience more pain it's it's the kind of pain that they experience is different than say other those with different hair colors and they what what i found was that sensitivity to climate cold or hot was something that redheads felt more Hmm. they were not as sensitive to capsaicin or uh, hot sauce or 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 spice which i thought was really interesting because you would just seem counterintuitive like you'd think that somebody probably didn't encounter it as much might be more sensitive to it because blander food for their latitudes usually and spicier closer to the equator and then also they which is this is very interesting because i've had lots of tooth issues and so is my dad and he's very sensitive um was just the the higher pain that they feel with dental uh caries and uh any sort of procedures and there were the, the, this one article said they actually have a greater fear of the dentist i don't know how true that is i don't know how many people they interviewed but i thought that was an interesting uh, little note so basically, they have, in terms of, um, oh, their ha- higher pain tolerance, which I thought was really interesting, was to electric, like electrocution, like some sort. I know, I guess they did some sort of test on them to see how they, I know, like this sounds like a cruel test, actually, now that I think about it, that they actually had a higher tolerance to things like electric pain. So, yeah, I know, it's it's a really interesting, I think the, the jury's still out on what are the, me- you know, mechanics of why this is the way it is, but redheads 
are kind of a, a strange lot, strange little, little group of folk. Thanks for your question, Nolan. We talked to Natalia for quite a while about her background in primatology, some really interesting science of genetics, science communication, and a lot more. The uncut conversation is already on our Patreon page for our top tier supporters, and we're working on producing a feature-length Curiosity podcast episode for the rest of our patrons. If you're interested in hearing the rest of our conversation, then visit patreon.com slash curiosity.com, all spelled out. We'll also put a link in the show notes. Speaking of interviews, we've got a special short but sweet interview for you right now. Fantasy football season is on its way, but I had the chance to talk to Patrick Chisholm from Quicken Loans, today's sponsor, about the Fantasy Stock League. Here's what he had to say. What is the Fantasy Stock League? So the Fantasy Stock League is a, it's a game and a tool that can be used to teach you to invest in uh, the stock market. Similar to other fantasy sports like uh, fantasy football. This is something where you are buying with fantasy dollars, fake dollars, and playing on a fantasy stock market, investing in a fantasy stock market. But that mirrors the, the real stock market. And so if Facebook shares are, I don't know, $200 a, a share or whatever they are, then in the Fantasy Stock League, it will also be $200 a share. So you're able to understand how to invest but without having at risk taken upon yourself. So it's a great learning place. It's a great way to kind of test the waters of investing and uh, gain some experience and have some fun along the way. Nice. Why is Quicken Loans doing this? So Quicken Loans is doing this. Um, I don't think Quicken Loans is a traditional mortgage company. I think we do care about uh, teaching people about you know home financing and, and why that's important. But we're also focused on all pieces of financial life, their financial literacy, right? And we believe that investing and investments are a big part of that. You know, I think I read somewhere that like it's just under half of Americans are actually in investing right now, which is bonkers to me, um, because that should be one of the main ways that people are uh, saving for retirement, you know, their golden years. And so uh, this is kind of a way for us to be able to provide helpful insights to people in, in all matters of their finances. Cool. So how does it work? Break it down for me, the nuts and bolts. Yep. Yep. So when you like uh, sign up for an account, you're given $10,000 in, in fantasy, fantasy bucks. So you're off to a great start. And uh, then you can start buying and, and selling shares as you would. So let's use the Facebook thing as, a, as an example. You can go in and buy shares of Facebook. You're able to see the performance and you can buy or sell as you see fit. From there, you actually have a leaderboard where you can see and you can compete against friends and, and say, hey, you know, my, my portfolio is doing better than yours. And, and uh, to go one step further than that, you actually, the people who do the best in a certain amount of time, they can actually win real money in the real world. So uh, there's some definite uh, wins all throughout, you know, not only the education part, but you can walk away with some uh, real change in your pocket. Real wins in the real world to invest <laughs> in real stocks. That's right. <laughs> I like it. I think that, first of all, I think there's like a stigma with the stock market a little bit that people are a little bit afraid of. And I, I mean, as a millennial, as someone who watched, you know, their parents lose all, all kinds of stuff in the stock market, there is a little bit of fear, I think. Um, and so we don't want it to be a thing that only pro investors or, you know, can, can, can test out their skills. I mean, they can, and that's great. That's fantastic. Let them, let them come and, and learn and enjoy and, and have fun. But it's also a place for people who are just getting started with investing to, to uh, learn in, in kind of a risk-free environment to uh, gain some skills that they can then take to the real world. So you don't have to be a current investor to join the Fantasy Stock League? You don't, no. Okay. So you're kind of playing make-believe with the stock market. But there are real benefits to this type of gamified education, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. One, it's you're not taking on any of the risk, actually, in real life. It's not real money you're spending, right? So that's that's the big benefit up front. But two, the, the gamified aspect of this where you're competing against others, uh, that competition can be a healthy thing, right? It can see what others are doing and you can start tweaking your portfolio to improve your your investments, improve your, your opportunities for success. So 
it's a, it's a great place to have some fun, learn a lot. And then after that's done, take those learnings and, and invest in, in the real world with real money. And then it's setting them up for success in that. What do you hope people get out of it, Patrick? What do I hope? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's, it's important to have financial like learning opportunities. I think that's, that's something that I think a lot of people are missing and that they're eager for, you know, to, to, to make a part of their life. It can be a scary thing. So primarily I want people to, to learn something, but I want it to be a type of learning that is fun too. It's something that they can come back to and uh, compete and have fun, take something away and then, and then actively use that information in their real life. So yeah, kind of the going, you know, full around it's, it's uh, learning, having fun with it and then activating it in the future. Sure. And if somebody has no idea how the stock market works whatsoever, they can open this app and is it going to kind of walk them through how to do everything? Yep. Yep. So it's, it's very straightforward. When you sign up, get an account, $10,000 are automatically in your portfolio. And that tells you where to go to buy your first, you know, stock, buy your first share and uh, then go from there and see how you're doing in the leaderboard. Um, it's, it's fun. We'll, we'll, we'll be sending weekly updates to uh, make you aware of how you're doing and, and how uh, your friends are doing. And then uh, um, what you can do to actually improve for your, your portfolio along the way. Are you beating your friends? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Except, except one, <laughs> except one, I'll say there's, there's one, one guy who he just set his up and walked away and he's doing way better than me. Oh, so, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's probably fair, but it, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> so one more time, it's called the fantasy stock league. We will have a link to it directly in the show notes, or you can find information on it on the Quicken Loans blog at quickenloans.com slash blog. Thanks that's for right. joining me, Patrick. Hey, thank you for having me. Read about these stories and more today on curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.